0: Hello there 70 times 7 listeners. That's me. This me. This me,
1: <laughs>
0: Josie Hodges. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, 70 times 7 listeners. It is me, Josie Hodges, flying solo today because Heath is somewhere in Mexico getting a couple's massage because he's selfish and got married. So I am alone today. And I'm in charge. So today we will be joined by Amberlyn Carroll, our current Mrs. Tennessee America. She is going to be joining us at um, Pine Creek Golf Course on November 2nd for our annual Stigma Stash Invitational. Okay. All right, Amber, tell us a little bit about how you found Cedar Recovery and your connection um, to getting plugged in with us.
1: So actually, my husband and I were on the way to the gym, uh, of course, listening to 104.5, because that's his favorite radio, mine too, radio station here in Nashville, and I heard about the golf tournament, and I turned to him, and I was like, this is so cool. We're both from Mount Juliet, and to have something that surrounds Um, Mental health and addiction and and just really breaking that stigma in our hometown in our community. uh, We were like, we have to be part of this. We love this. It's our passion and just uh, really wanted to help out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. You know, we, um, we're really fortunate to be able to be on the radio. We hear that a lot. We're like, Oh my goodness, you're the, you're the Cedar recovery that we heard on the radio. Um, so we're super excited to be a part of that. Um, and of course, I know that you are actually going to be volunteering at our golf tournament that's coming up in a few weeks, the stigma slash invitational. Um, so I think that there is a rumor that you might be driving a merch cart, selling some stuff potentially.
1: Absolutely, my specialty driving a golf cart.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm we,
1: all about that. It's great. <laughs> have you
0: seen any of our swag? We have um, quite a bit of gear that has um, giant mustaches on it, and it is spectacular.
1: I, I'm obsessed, and so is my husband with the merch you guys have. It's absolutely amazing. Our nonprofit actually has a sticker, and it says um, "Men have feelings too." It has a mustache, and I love the shirts and the hats that you guys have. It's awesome I feel like it's one of those things that anyone can wear and you can wear it anytime and it's like hey that's cool where'd you get that
0: yeah exactly and um, our CEO Joe has actually already started growing out his mustache um, so it's hopefully by the time you see some of the crew at the golf tournament you're going to see some really really impressive um, mustaches it's um, it's a delight to say the least <laughs> um, but I would actually love to know more about your nonprofit. can you tell me about that
1: Absolutely. So it's called uh, We Are Team Jake, and we lost my brother to suicide in January of 2019. And uh, you're going to think I'm a little crazy, probably, but um, it all started with a dream that I had had. Uh, It was the night before his funeral, and um, I just remember what the name of it was, and, and I knew we had to do something, you know, focusing on finding hope in the hopelessness, because there's so many people that suffer from from hopelessness and just, you know, getting through the day. And it was just something I knew um, that I had to do. And that very next day, I created the Instagram page, Facebook page, and just kind of started out as a cause more so and and just reaching out to people. He actually left a lot of journals um, after he passed. Uh And I probably took five to ten hours just diving into those, just wanting to understand yeah. what was going on, what I couldn't see. And uh what I did know is actually how I felt the majority of the time. He he felt as well. I suffered from depression, anxiety, half my entire life. And so reading his journals, I thought these are speaking to me. This is mm-hmm. literally how I feel all the time. And but if I feel like this, other people have to feel like this. And um we use his words and uh, a lot of what he said to himself and to others. I can't tell you how many people have reached out and sent text messages that I have, I've never met these people that Jake sent to and that really kept them going. So um, through that, we started through the social media platform and just really kind of empowering people and using our words. And it kind of snowballed organic organically into, uh, hey, this kind of has to be a nonprofit now. of those things that ready or not, you know, it's um, needed. And um, it was just kind of one of those things just meant to be and uh, we enjoy it. And and Jake was such an incredible person. And to um, know that his story still lives on through his words and um, helping other people, that's um, more than we could ever ask for.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, you know, we talk a lot about stigma, as you know, and the stigma stash. And that's kind of our, that's our, our word that we hear a lot about. And, you know, there's just there's, there's so much just false information around mental health and addiction. And it's, it's all those things. And like you said, you know, I read his journals and He was feeling exactly what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is such a disconnect for people and so much misinformation around around that entire aspect, Um, which is, you know, why we do this podcast, why we're here to talk about um, the fact that the things that you think are addiction and the things that you think are substance use and the reasons behind them, you know, that's not, it's not what you think it is. You know, these people are just like you. They're just like me. We're all the same. We all deal with different things, but honestly, the foundation probably is more similar than you think. So we talked a little bit about your nonprofit and about your brother, Jake, um, and what that has looked like for your story and where you've been so far. Um, can you talk a little bit more about um, maybe even any anything leading up um, to to jake's passing or even where you were maybe like with depression you talked a little bit about your depression and what that looks like um prior to um his death even
1: absolutely so jake was always the person that i came to for everything and even now i could catch myself i'm like man i really wish that i could send this to him you know or uh we were just uh very close and leading up to it actually uh what hits home so much with you guys is um, he had trouble with um, addiction, just trying to help himself and and, um, really take away the pain that he was feeling. So um, it was different medications. And honestly, until we read his journals, we had no idea. So all these medications that that he was supposed to be taking, um, he was overusing them or like I said, using them to kind of dim the pain. And uh, before he had gone to a recovery center in North Carolina, and, you know, he, I knew his struggles, um, but he lived in Denver. And so I only saw the happy side of him, like when I come to visit. Um, And I think that's what the hardest part is about losing someone to suicide is the initial, what could I have done? You know, what could I have done more? What signs? Um, are there for parents and um, him being out there and being involved in, in different recreational drugs and also, um, like I was saying, his prescriptions? Um, it, we had no idea, you know. And I think that was one of the whole purpose things, especially with my parents. They're the co founders as well of We Are Team Jake, along with um, my husband and I, is knowing for parents, you know, what are the signs, you know, what can you do? I, I think that was one of the biggest things with my dad. Um, him saying, um, "I wish I would have just had that conversation. Like I thought I knew, but I wish that I would have just said something." And yeah. um, of course, I know that's hard with suicide loss or loss in general. And um, but that that was really um, one of the main kind of motivating factors of you know, it has to be talked about because I would rather have a really awkward conversation with someone or even maybe probably make someone mad it, but then not have that conversation and ask, you know, Hey, are you okay? Yeah. And, uh, with like, he, just like me, I mean, you can put on a front all you want and say, you know, I'm okay. I'm great. And really, unless someone knows you, they don't really know the difference. And, um, but, uh, those were kind of the things leading up to it, um, that, uh, I can remember.
0: Yeah. And, and I, and I love, I love that advice and I'm sure you probably have to go reaching out to you a lot. Um, people that are mm-hmm. on the outside looking in with, with family mm-hmm. members or relatives that they've lost or that they have a fear mm-hmm. of losing. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that like with our, our organization, we have noticed people te- seem to be reaching out more since we have been in this COVID-19 world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can only imagine, you know, it's the isolation, it's the separation of, of being away from people on top of, um, you know, having the disease of addiction and things like that. Um, have you noticed people, there being an increase in people reaching out to you during COVID-19?
1: Absolutely. And an increase in a uh, suicide and substance yeah. and addiction. And, um, it's uh, so hard because there is that line there. I actually read an article the other day about, um, It was the correlation, um, like you were saying, that that suffered from addiction, but this COVID-19 and this pandemic and that loneliness and and trying to feel that loneliness with different things. And um, you guys said it so well on your podcast um, a few weeks prior to this. And, you know, if it was cancer, you know, you would be going to get a treatment for it. But coming to like this, this is just like that, you know, um, I tell everyone, you know, you go to the doctor to get a flu shot, uh, you know, to take care of your health, you know, you go to the doctor for your mental health as well. You go and you get treatment. And I love the name of your podcast, even just, you know, what is the underlying cause of this and how can we help? Yes. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone falls back into that, but it's all about picking up the pieces and putting them back together each time. And, you know, a little bit helps every time.
0: Yeah. And we're going to keep helping and we're going to keep coming back, you know? Um, And I think that's that's the thing, you know, there's this whole, I was actually in a conversation earlier um, and it was, it was somebody who's like, well, you know, they just need to be held accountable. They need some structure. Well, when you're battling an addiction um, Mm -hmm. you don't need someone to tell you to toe the line. You need someone to support you and meet you where you are. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, obviously there's accountability in everything that we do. um, Mm -hmm. But People just need support, you know, and Absolutely. I think that that's that's a big that's a big message for a lot of people that don't truly understand the process of addiction is, is just mm-hmm. that um, one thing doesn't work for everyone and you have to find a path that works for the individual. I mean, just like you talking about your brother um, and realizing that you guys had similar stories by reading his journals, but you guys mm-hmm. were on very different paths. You were doing very different things. Um, but You had some foundational similarities and we all have those things and we've talked a lot about, you know, we all think that everyone's um, that we're the only ones that feel things, um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you feel so isolated. You're like, I have to be the only one that feels this way when it's not mm-hmm. true at all. We just don't talk about it. So I think what you said about um, the importance of just having that conversation and even mm-hmm. if it's hard and even if you're not sure how it's going to go, like that's so important. Um mm-hmm. Reach out to those people. Have the hard conversation. Let them know you're available. Um, so I think that that's so amazing what you're doing with your organization, and I'm sure that you're just making such a huge impact on people that are dealing with this stuff. So thank you for doing that.
1: No, thank you guys for what you do. And I think that one of the most important things is I think we with social media too, isolation. Yeah. You see all these perfect images, and man, the reality of life is that it's messy and, um, thank God for Jesus and his message and, you know, um, that we're all imperfect, but, uh, we all deserve love. That's right. No matter what.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we, you know, we want people to feel that. And, um, that's why we do this podcast and we just want people to know mm-hmm. that addiction is real mental health, mm-hmm. um, you know, suicide, substance use, these are all real things, but they're not things we have to be afraid of. They're just things we need to talk
1: about. Absolutely. I love, that is the best way I've ever heard it, but they're not things we need to be fear. Uh, there's a great Ted talk um, said, uh, we cannot let our fear um, be uh, the reason for our silence. You know, there's right. no excuse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And those are, that's. it's hard, you know, as humans, we, we go to the fear place really easily yeah. and very quickly, in all of, in all of our yeah. daily, you know, right. activities. So, yeah. Um, it's when you get into into things like this, it just becomes that much um, more difficult. So um, yeah, that's that's so incredible. And I know that um, you are the reigning Mrs. Tennessee America, and I know that that's, um, you know, suicide pre- prevention and mental health is kind of your platform. Can you talk about um, that experience with with the Pagets and how you use that um, to promote your message?
1: Absolutely. Um, that was probably the reason why I did Mrs. Tennessee is because um, that is so personal to me. And as you know, it's one of those things when you, you put yourself out there and something you're passionate about, you, um, walk in your purpose. And, and that was really walking my purpose, uh, going towards this pageant and I'd done them growing up, but they were more, you know, beauty pageants, just have fun. And, uh, it's been such an incredible experience and, uh, so far, you know, and to know that, um, what we do, like you were just saying, can relate to someone else. And uh, to know that someone is like not untouchable, if that makes any sense. Yeah. thats I think that's my whole goal is to um, be able to sit down with someone and say, you know, you know there is no one that's untouchable. You know, there's mm. no stigma surrounding. Um, it might look perfect on the outside, but on the inside, we're all the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. And I have to say, this is, this is, kind of um I I used to love watching pageants and um I haven't seen them in a long time but um the the talent portion was my absolute favorite do they even still do that in in
1: pageants thank goodness I do not do this system that that does <laughs> the talent portion <laughs> I'm not What I would do, I think I would be like Miss Congeniality and probably do like the glasses or something. See, that's what I was
0: wondering. I was like, I don't know what I would do for my talent. I mean, I, I, I um, clogged in elementary school. I feel like I could probably bust some of that out if I needed to. There Um, you go. But, but um, (laughs) Sterling's laughing at me, and it's it's fine. I love it. But yeah, so, but it's you know, it's it's such a unique um, opportunity to have that platform, and that's that's such an incredible thing, and. You know, we try to do that with Cedar. We've been really fortunate um, to start out, you know, here in in your community, in the Mount Juliet community, and really grow our program um, and just just say, hey, you're welcome here, and we'll help you any way we can. Um, And that's just, that's a big thing for what we do. And we just really, really want to utilize our organization to spread the message that, hey, we have you, you're not, you're not broken, you're good. And we value you and we want to meet you where you are and help, however, we can. So, um, very cool about your nonprofit. That's really awesome work that you're doing. Um, so, thank you for doing that. We're really excited that you're coming to the golf tournament and going to hang out with us all day and hear more about what we do and us get to spend more time with you um, and promote um, your nonprofit as well and just keep working together. We look forward to collaborating with you um, anytime on anything because your message is amazing. Um, So I have to ask, when you're not um, working on your nonprofit, what do you like to do in your free time?
1: You know, so my husband and I are both super active, and we start our day out uh, going to the gym. And that's kind of like a mind cleanser for us. If I'm not Mm -hmm. hitting the gym, that's definitely my time of self-care. But a unique thing uh, not many people know is uh, my husband's like a really good chef. He's he's really good at cooking, thank God because I'm not. <laughs> I am just not. I tried more of like a raw plant-based diet approach. Yeah. but it's such a good job. So, uh we do that a lot together in uh, cooking and it, yeah, it's a really fun off-season thing. Um have a lot of little hobbies that I personally love yeah. to do, but um off-season is always um Time for us to work on our marriage and just be together and do things that we love and and cooking is definitely one of those things.
0: I love that. That's definitely a fun thing that I enjoy too. Um, and it's it's better it's better with with somebody because then it's a whole a full experience for sure. Yeah. So that's awesome that you guys get to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Thank you so much for being with us today. We are so excited that you're going to join us on November 2nd at Pine Creek mm-hmm. <laughs> Golf, Course. Golf Course. I always want to say Pine Wood. <laughs> um pine creek golf course so uh amber thanks
1: again so much for being here absolutely no thank you guys so much for having me in and thank you for all that you do